Welcome back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike, and I got my line mate Matt with me. And today we're going to go over the news of Carey Price uh, taking some time away from the game. We're going to go over some Blackhawks lines and what we've seen in, uh, in the preseason games. And we're going to take it from there. So before we get started, do us a favor, give us a follow on Twitter and uh, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. So Matt, today, bomb dropped. Carey Price is t- is taking time away. It looks like he's having some um some issues, and to be honest with you, this is becoming a common story. Y- you know, in-, in professional sports these days, I think a lot is being asked of 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 um of players and athletes, actually athletes in general, on who they are and what they give to the team. So, for instance, let's go back to the '80s. Essentially, what you did is you showed up to the game, you got paid. And um, maybe did a little charity here and there, show up for a couple of events. That's pretty much it, man. Nowadays, you have sports shows dedicated to you. You have podcasts dedicated to you. You've got everybody under the sun who has a voice can, can essentially talk about about you and, and your play and, and all of these things. And I would imagine that after a while of being tugged here and there, you have to do this charity. You got to sign up for the, You got to go to this event. You know, you got to go hold these babies. You got to go ride bikes with, you know, these kids. And, and then you have to show up for season ticket holder events, wine events, you know, you're hosting these types of things. And then on top of that, you've got to train and then you have to play. And then they ask you not to get, you know, sidetracked, you know, what's, what's, what's wrong with them. You know, after a while, a lot of these guys, man, they don't really have a lot of time to themselves because when the season's over, maybe they do a few podcasts, maybe they try to relax a little bit, and then they start training for the next season right after that. What's your opinion on what is asked of athletes these days? And do you think that the demand and maybe like the, the, the pull that these players are, are getting from, you know, their fans and the media and, um, and, and their or, the respective organizations is, is, is really out of line? Well, we can just jump right in with Kerry Price. I mean, he... He, he's they're asking a lot from him in Montreal. I mean, if Carey Price was playing in, you know, say Phoenix, sorry, Arizona, it he, the pressure wouldn't be that bad. But, you know, here's a guy that's making $10 million a year. He's got a beautiful family. He just made it to the final. And, you know what? You never know what's going on inside a guy's head. You know, he's he's seems like he's drained. And there's a ton of pressure on any goalie, and it's probably worse in that city because it's like the hockey, one of the hockey capitals of the world, you know. And, um, you know, he's like you said, the people on Twitter and all the social media, you know, it, they're they're rough. There's a they're a rough crowd, man. And I'm sure these guys look at this stuff like even like Seth Jones. It's like 50 50 debated here. Like. 50% of the Hawks fans like him. 50% are just bashing him all the time. And it's like, wh- why? He hasn't even played one game yet. And you're, you're like hating on the guy. And what if he's reading that stuff? You know, it's it's got to weigh down on some of these guys. I mean, they, they don't... He, honestly, he doesn't owe us anything. He's just doing his job. And it, it's rough. I, I, feel, I feel for Kerry, man, because... 
it's it's a very very tough city to play in and being a goalie there you can like i'm, I'm sure patrick wass had the same problems there it's 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 tough and it the pressure is just insane so i hope he takes this time and you know gets his head right and spends some time with the family and recharged i guess you could say and you know jump back in net because he's a huge part of that team i don't think i don't think he's coming back man he's played 15 years 15 years as a goalie in that city man that's a long time man you might as well even say that the stress from that is like 22 years of stress for for playing being a goalie and asking of him what montreal asked of him as 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 a player dude they're He's their identity, essentially, there. And yeah, Carey Price is the Canadians. Is. Yeah. And they're yeah. nothing without him. They would not have made it as far as they did last year in, in the playoffs without him, period. They won't. And, and to be honest with you, no. they're probably not going to do a thing this year because I don't see, I, I just don't see it there in Montreal. Who do they have? Cole Caulfield? Now, now look, I, I'm going to have to put this out there because um, as a, hockey podcaster i'm just an air chair you know just an armchair gm that's giving my opinion in no way in no way do i feel um do i not like any of these players the way that i talk about them personally i like all of these guys i respect who they are and more importantly i respect who they are as an athlete and what they've done to get to where they are. A bottom line NHLer is an is an incredibly elite athlete. But as part of a hockey podcast, I'm just going to give my opinion. But I, I'm not. I, I don't. I don't personally dislike anybody. So they have Cole Caulfield there, right? And he's you know he's young, and obviously I think that he's going to be taking the mantle from from. Uh, from Carey Price as the as the face of the organization, but who else do they have? And, uh, I think Nick Suzuki, and then you got just you know depth players, Two guys. Not yeah, you know. So you know, I I I feel for the guy. I I just think that he's been under an incredible amount of stress, and you know what? Oh, this sure. might be time for him to just like, hey, you know what? This was a great uh, a great time in my life, but but it's over. I mean, look at Taze, you know, look at the amount of stress he's been under playing in Chicago the past, you know, decade past 12 years. He's not a goaltender. He's not even a goaltender. And his body just started shutting down on him. And he's like, I don't know what it is. I'm just, and he's just trying to do his thing, but his body's like, Nope, that's not going to happen. In the end, man, it's just a game and they're getting paid good money to do it. But like, it doesn't matter. You don't know what's going on inside of a guy's head. He can, like, Carey Price, he's probably got a couple homes. He's got a pretty good-looking wife, great, probably got nice kids. And, and you know, he just plays starting goalie for the Montreal Canadiens, and he's still having, you know, issues in his head. And just goes to show you, it, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And you don't know what's going on in someone's head. Yeah, and, and if, if any player out there is listening to this if you feel that don't feel that you have any obligation to any fan base to to put your your health and your well-being on the line for everybody else's uh, entertainment because 
you know, I don't, I don't really stand for that. If, if Taves came out and was like, you know what, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I'm going, I'm going freaking crazy. You know, I just, I just can't do it anymore. I respect that, man. You know, well, look at Andrew Shaw. Yeah. It's kind of similar. Well, I mean, more more guy... concussion issues, though. Well, that guy was blocking shots with his yeah, face, and you know he was doing anything he could to you know win the game. And like fans love that yeah. they they see the like just the guts and stuff it takes. Yeah. And, and when Shaw blocked that shot with his face, what was that against Boston? Yeah. And that. He became a legend in the city because of that. Yeah. And, and you know what? I mean, now the poor kid is, he's got to be close to 30 yeah. and he's got to retire already. It's, it's sad because he's such a, he was such an entertaining player to watch. Yeah. And you know, when, when, when he announced his, his retirement, I was really, really happy because, you know, he's a legend, man. And I don't want to see this guy when he's 45 years old, sitting in a wheelchair, you know, and he, you know, he can't. He, you know, he he can't walk right because of his his time in the game. Same thing with Siebes, man. You know, he had to have two hip Dang. surgeries and a and a shoulder surgery right after each other for everything that he that he did. You know, it's it's. Uh, I'm, I was glad when he retired too. You know, I know I said that he was slow and all that shit, but I mean, I think anybody would be slow if well, if, if they he, had his he, hips. He was slow, and Keith. Well, he had if he know, had two bad hips. That's why. That that's my favorite uh, my favorite phrase with Keith and Seabrook. You got fast and stupid, and smart and slow. It just worked. <laughs> the the pairing. Yeah. And that's that's what they guys played big minutes, but and it's from the t- it's amazing. Keith is still going. <laughs> that's the amazing yeah. thing. Yeah, from the Tomahawk man, I, I you know I wish Carey Price the best, and uh, and I hope everything everything works out for him. And you know what I think Robin Laner is really spearheading this mental health thing, and uh, and pushing it in the right direction, so that you know players can feel free to to speak up and speak out on 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 where they are. But uh, moving on, we're going to talk give you some Blackhawks news now. The Blackhawks made some. They made some cuts recently. A nine players heading to the Ice Hogs: Brett Connolly, Jacob Poor, Josiah Slavin. Josiah Slavin actually stuck stuck around a little bit longer than I thought he was going to. Michael Tepley, Andre. Don't I'm gonna butcher this guy's name. Alti Barmakian, uh, Lucas Re- Lucas Reichel, Louis Crevier, Isaac Phillips, and Michael Crudel. Now, notable among these two are Brett Connolly and Lucas Reichel. I think Connolly's got a 3.5 million cap hit. Him going down to the Ice Hogs is going to bring that cap hit down to, I believe, 1.5 million. And uh, and Reichel is going to be getting some, I think, some top minute ice time down there because he. I think he's been playing very, very well in the in the preseason. I think that he's playing good enough to show that he belongs, but. I think that he needs to get used to the rigors of playing professional hockey in North America. And I think that he's going to get that experience on playing top line minutes uh, down in Rockford. And uh, I'm sure that he'll make the team next year if he's gets, if he develops any further than how he is now. But I, I thought that he looked really good. Connolly, it's really unfortunate you know, that this veteran's got to go down to the AHL. Uh, but you know what, man? I just don't see a spot for him, you know, on on this team, because we've got so much, so many young kids uh, with talent. You know, Entwistle. You know, Hardman's been really pushing to to make this team. Gaudet has made some really big steps, uh, to, you know, to to take his game a step further. Obviously, 
obviously we've got Hagel from last year and and um, Strom is, is trying to make it tough. Connolly is 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 putting um, a solid effort out there trying to make it. You know, there's there's just too much. There's just too many guys, you know, and I hope that this doesn't turn into a situation like how we had with Daniel, where we're looking for one certain type of player and we're letting other players go that could fill a, a big role for us later on. You know, do you see any, any guys that you would really like to see make the team? I would have liked to see Reichel make it, but I think in the end it was the right decision. I mean, you, you, you want him to play a lot. Like you want him to be the man down in Rockford right. and uh, Conley. Yeah, that's just the, we had to take that, contract on when we got Stillman and um the other kid uh was Borkstrom or something. Yeah, Borkstrom uh, and Stillman. Yeah, and that was the price that you want Stillman and eh, you got to take this contract and so we did and you know, I mean, it's like you said there's no we have a lot of depth now. There's really no place for him. So he he's pretty much going to be in Rockford or Maybe they can. Maybe somebody will. Well, he cleared, right? Yeah, he cleared. Yeah, so. so nobody, nobody wants to pay a guy like that. You know, he's a Stanley Cup champ, but yeah, sorry, buddy. You gotta. There's just there's too much uh, competition, and that's a good thing. Got a lot of guys to uh, a lot of guys competing for spots, and they're you know guys are playing good. I'm just curious to see what they do with Strom because he is just not looking good at all. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that he's giving quite a bit of effort. You know, I, I will give him that, but I just don't see a spot for him, man. You know, I think he's... Having... Yeah, effort is good, but if you don't produce, it, that's all that matters in the end. Yeah, which is unfortunate because, you know, he had some, um, you know, he had some some good games, you know, and, and obviously with the situation that we were put in last year with Taser, you know, being out and him just not seizing that situation, you know, I just don't see a spot for him on here, especially considering he can't play a wing. I think uh, Juju uh, uh, Kyra has been playing really, really well, man. I, I like Entwistle. I think Entwistle plays smart. He plays hard. He hits guys. And, um, and Godet, he he's just a guy with a motor. And he's out there and he's putting it all out there. And I just don't see these things from, you don't see these things from Strom. He can't really play nope. physical. Um, is he going to set somebody up? I mean, he's due for some lucky goals because I'll tell you what, man, a lot of goals that he scores are some really nifty, lucky ones, to be honest with you. Yeah, like last year's, that first yeah. one, remember, off the boards right to him, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know who we have to talk about is uh, Nylander. Yeah. And there, the the rumor is they're gonna wave him. I was gonna bring him and Borgstrom up. Yeah, I, that's crazy. I mean, well, I mean, he really hasn't done anything. I when I watch him, I feel like I'm watching a guy that thinks he's so good and he doesn't need to hustle. Yeah, and nothing happened. He doesn't produce. Yeah, and the coach is saying, "Oh, well, he fought an injury all season. It's hard to come back." Well, what was his excuse the last two years before that? Yeah. He just wasn't. He 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 it just been a bust. It was a bust of a trade. If Buffalo got rid of you, there's something wrong. Because that because he could have been a, a you know, he would have been a, an important piece there with Eichel and all those guys, but they they knew what they were doing. They're, this guy is he's nothing like his brother yeah. in uh, Toronto and so that's why they uh they let him go for Yoki Haru, which I was excited for Yoki Haru to 
be on this team and we we give up on prospects too uh too soon it's funny that we're making fun of dylan strome he just put a power play goal in right now against the I wild told, man, yeah. you know, he does these things man he does this kind of stuff so he just probably saved his job by getting Gosh, one man, goal. I, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> ready to cut it off. You know, I'm just ready. Well, to- I give him credit. I'm watching the replay. He won the faceoff, got it to the point. Uh, actually, Kirby Doc fired it. Kirby Doc was at the point, fired it, and Strom tipped it. Not a bad goal at all. Okay. So well, we know Juju can do that too. <laughs> yeah. Well, who knows, man? I, I'm sure he's. You know, got the he's he's excited, but I just don't know where you're gonna put yeah. him. What do you do with him? I don't. I I just don't see a path forward with Nylander. I, I to be honest with you, I think he's a bust. I haven't heard really anything from Yoki Haro in Buffalo either. No, you don't hear much about Buffalo except Eichel's neck. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, and and. Uh, yeah. You should see these guys on Twitter today, man. I was just, I just put out, you know, like, where does Buffalo go from here? And they're like, we'll trade Eichel when we're ready to trade him. It's, it, you know, we're on, we're not on anybody's timetable. And it's like, what Kool Aid are you guys drinking down there? You know, this guy. We, you, you guys th- control the rights to the trading. Yeah, this though? guy is, <laughs> I mean, you know, he's he's pushing. He's got all the leverage. You know. They should have traded yeah, I, him beforehand. They they have all the leverage. These guys are trying to tell me they didn't have any leverage. It's like, no, man. I don't know what, what you guys are watching or what you're it, drinking, man. But ten million uh, a year. To pay him, he's got a list of people he wants to go to. To pay, to pay him ten million yeah. to be hurt. And his neck isn't right. right. So who's, yeah. who's gonna take yeah, that? No kidding. He, he should have. <laughs> Who knows, man? I think he's going to end up getting his surgery. Maybe he'll come back with Buffalo next year. Because who would take that? I'm sorry. They'll have like a forgiveness party. Because I'm sorry. No one's going to take on that trade. They'd be crazy too. It's too risky, man. Yeah, I I agree. Um, You know what? High risk, high reward. You know, you never know what could happen there. He's obviously a great player with a ton of talent when he's healthy. You know, to be honest with you, if if this is what he wants to do, I, I say, why not, man? Now, this surgery hasn't been done on a hockey player yet, but when do we draw the line? When do we say, okay, when do we start doing things that haven't been done before? Make him sign a waiver or something, you know, say, hey, listen, we we're going to let you get the surgery, but if you can't play... We're not going to pay you because we we're not we don't agree with it. But I'm sure the players union void of contract. I it could be. I mean, if the their doctors are saying we don't recommend this, and maybe get an opinion to another NHL club coming out from they're coming out from Robert Robin Lehner, the the Buffalo Sabers medical staff isn't to be trusted. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, and especially from the reports and how they dealt with his 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 ankle ankle injury that he had. And uh, yeah. and to be honest with you, man, you know maybe Eichel has seen these things, and he's like, I don't, I don't fucking trust you guys, and I'm not, I'm not following your advice. Do you know what I mean? Maybe the NHL should do an investigation on I Buffalo. I think that they, I think that that might be in order. To be honest with you, I could have sworn I Bettman mean, made it, a statement. Oh, I don't know, man. I, I would let Eichel get his surgery, and say, listen, this is the first time an NHL player is going to do this. We're you're gambling a lot, and we are too, because we're paying you a lot of money. Yeah, and if it doesn't work out, maybe <laughs> I mean maybe even cut the salary down a certain percentage. But if he's not playing, do you think it's fair for him to get that money? 
Well, I mean, he got hurt in service of Buffalo, so that kind of comes with the contract, doesn't I, it? Do you know what I mean? I guess. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, we could say that, you know, maybe they shouldn't pay him, but I mean, it's not like he got hurt snowboarding somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he, he got hurt because of hockey. Right. Yeah. And, you know, that's the yeah. that's the cost of, uh, of of business, to be honest with you. But, I mean, they've just completely blown this whole situation. I, you know, to be honest with you, he wants to get the surgery because they say that later on in there's less risk of injury later on. And if, if that's the case, you know, in, in a way, dude, it's kind of his body. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't want medical professionals making a decision on my body just because it benefits them as an organization. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. I agree with that. I don't want I don't want anyone telling me what I should do. Even politicians yeah. telling me what's good for me. You don't know. Yeah. So that's pretty much all that I got for today, man. Uh, really interesting stuff uh, going on. But uh, the season is starting uh, next week. Can't wait. It's going to be it's going to be awesome. There's going to be tons of games on. I don't know if any everybody else has been watching, but. Uh, ESPN and and TNT has had a ton of coverages. Well, normally when they have games on at night, they're on like all night, and they usually start from some west, some Eastern Conference coverage, and then when those games end, they go to the Western Conference coverage. And ESPN Plus spe- uh, specifically has had tons of games on uh, when when I have checked. So there's going to be a lot of hockey on. Uh, it's it's really really awesome, and I'm really looking forward to it. Have you have you checked out uh, ESPN Plus yet? I have not checked it out. I'm an NHL net guy. I am more of I give me the highlights. You do they, know, do they I still like have seeing that? the goals. Yeah, I got NHL Network on. Uh, you know, I, I like oh, getting okay. the, I was thinking the live lookings. Uh, all the you know they do, they do like the live lookings right, on say right. on a power play yeah, or yeah. a goalie's been pulled at the you know the last minute of the game right, and stuff right. like that. I, I was thinking, but it was... I'm going to. I'm gonna. I just, I'm sorry, I can't really get into preseason yeah. because you're not putting your best product on the ice. You're, yeah. you're you're getting your guys out there to get in game shape, to and you're putting them in different scenarios. Like, hey, all right, it's five on four. Get out there and show me what you got on the penalty kill, stuff like that. And then you're you got tryouts for some guys. So I mean, they're just trying to you know see what they got putting chemistry together, developing all that. And I just, I can't get into like, I can't take it serious. And, and these shootouts after the game, yeah. I don't like that either. Come on. Yeah. I think, it, I actually it's think like, it's pretty cool. I think it's good practice for, uh, you know, for, for, I hate for the, the for shootout. The uh, to be honest with you, I was really excited for preseason this year because I wanted to see some players that the Blackhawks have in the, in, oh in, yeah, in the for sure. Uh, to see how, how they're doing. Normally, I'm not a, a preseason guy uh, at all, but this year we just have an abundance of new people and new players, young players coming up, uh, m- making a, you know some first-time appearances. I was really excited to see how they were doing. There's nothing like an opening night roster. You yeah. know, like who, who made the team and like you're looking at your lineup and then it just sucks we got to play Colorado because that's going to... I hope we win. That would be... A huge wake-up call to the NHL, like, oh man, the Hawks are for real. I'm calling even a, just skate with I'm them. I'm calling you know? a four-to-three win, Hawks. Wow. Well, you know what, Kemper, you never know. Yeah. He's a good goalie. Yeah. He, he he is, and now he's got an offense in front of him. Yeah. But I think Grubauer is better. Yeah, I do too. But Grubauer costed too much money. 
and they wanted to give their captain that money. So it's gonna it's gonna be a little different for Colorado. Yes, yes, sir. Yeah, but I want to jump back to the shootout real oh, quick. Oh yeah, going on. I I think that we need to get rid of that. I really do. I think we should make the overtime ten minutes, three on three, and we won't have shootout issues anymore. I I just don't like it. And I also think if you make it to overtime, you don't deserve a point. Winner gets two, no matter mm. what. Loser gets nothing. Yeah, I don't like the third point. Thing. I like the uh, I like the idea of the shootout because uh, sometimes if you get a team like Calgary, you know, playing Phoenix, you know, that game could go on for you know two days. Well. <laughs> 10, 10 minutes, three on three. Yeah. Someone's scoring, dude. Someone's scoring. Know, and most likely well, five yeah. minutes. Five minutes majority. That that five minute three on three is a way of saying, listen, we we want the game to end in a goal, not a shootout. Right. So they're doing everything they what can. What about extending that to seven minutes? Well, they could do that. But, or they can even do a five and then another five. But... Players are gonna, you know, start getting like, geez, we didn't sign this, we didn't sign up for this, right. you know, but <laughs> you need a winner. So you don't want those nineteen nineties uh ties going to a game and yeah. watching Belfort take on Patrick Waugh and sixty shots each and the game is one to one and you walk away like, geez, that sucked. Nobody won. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. That's brutal. Yeah. Or was brutal. It was, yeah. I and the, and the playoffs are great because you know you're getting a winner no matter what. That's that's what they should just do in the season. Get even do a five on five overtime. Well, no. a four on four and then jump to three on three. No. Three on three is yeah, great. Three I love three, three on three. You could really see like the skill from these guys like Kane on the ice with the brink yeah. It's almost like it's it's terrifying if you're a goalie. I'm like, oh, even as a player, because you, <laughs> a defenseman, you, yeah, you're you're alone out there. One step and you're completely yeah. out of position. Do you know what I mean? Like McDavid yeah. with give McDavid five feet, he's gonna turn the Jets on, and you're done. Yeah, he, you have no chance. Right. So I'm a fan of the shootout, man. I like it. I think it's cool. Yeah, I hate <laughs> it. You got anything else? No man, uh, I'm glad we talked about Carey Price. So I hope he yeah, I uh, hope he's all right. he gets his head right and his body right because I know there's there's physical pain and mental pain probably, and just taking a step back will help a little bit. You know, like even you know they give you that two weeks vacation when you're at work and just time to recharge, and that's what he needs because uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs, man, are they're brutal, yeah. and uh, he carried that team. And they played. Every game uh, carried them. They made it to the final, and they, you know, they played well against the champs. But, you know, there's no way they were going to beat them. Yeah. But he did his best, man. Even Shea Weber, they, they, they did awesome, and they just ran into a powerhouse. That's all. Yeah, Shea Weber went out on. And his they shield. beat a couple powerhouses just to get there, which was impressive. Yeah. So I hope he gets his head right and enjoys some time off, and it's well deserved. Yeah. All right, everybody, that's all that we got. Do us a favor, follow us on Twitter, subscribe to the podcast if you have not already. And we're going to be doing some, uh, some analysis after the game, doing a Tomahawk post-game show. Find us on Twitter Live. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. This is a Tomahawk. We're out of here. <laughs>